one thing we all need is medical care um, and some more than others and they won't go to it they don't know to go to it a lot of time but you can go and uh, you can share the gospel you can do it in so many ways and even if you if it's a place where you can't speak necessarily the name of Jesus you, know, you have to be careful about it you can still show love and compassion you can still quietly get that message across Crosslink Memphis is a medical supply ministry. Their mission is to equip medical mission teams with medical supplies and medications as they share the gospel of Jesus Christ with all nations. Hi, and welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler. Today, we're excited to welcome to the microphones Kathy Bird, who is Development Coordinator with Crosslink Memphis, and she's my new best friend because we called her like last night and said, Kathy, can you come to the show today? And here she is. Kathy, how are you doing? Welcome. Thanks for stopping by. Thank you for having me. We always appreciate the opportunity to meet new people and tell them all about Crosslink and what the Lord's doing through our ministry. Yes. Well, we're looking forward to kind of unpacking that story here today. And you guys aren't strangers on this program. We've had you on over over the years. The ministry started, of course, here in the Memphis area, or the franchise, I guess, if you want to use that term. Right. Um, 2012 is when Crosslink departed ways, I guess you could say, from Crosslink International. So we were an umbrella under them. And in 2012, we became an independent Crosslink Memphis. Okay. Well, part of your job is to nurture relationships while also planning events. And we've got an event we want to talk about today. It's the annual golf tournament that right. we're proud to be one of the sponsors of. We want to give out details for all of our golfers out there, men and women who like to play golf and help support a great work. But your involvement with Crosslink, how long have you been with the organization? I started in the summer, in July of 2020. So during COVID, during, you know, pretty much everything was shut down. But we were doing some things at Crosslink. Not any international missions were going out. No teams could go. But we did a lot here. Um, in our city, helped anybody we could help. We were a distributor for supplies, and we kept a lot of clinics up and running. That's what I love about this work is really diversified. You look at all kinds of ways that you can serve uh, people through medical missions or, like you're saying, the supplies that you offer. And we want to get into the specifics of all you do for people not only in the Memphis area, but of course around the world, strategic locations. And it's pretty exciting, kind of like a best-kept secret as a ministry that right here in Memphis that you're reaching so many people worldwide, fulfilling Christ's command to take the gospel to all nations. Right. Um, you have, since 2016, have helped medical mission teams save over $10 million on medical supplies, reading glasses and medicines, and caring for the spiritual, emotional, and physical needs of over 275,000 people. Right. Kathy. (laughs) When I stop and think about it, there's so many moments since I've been there that I just get chill bumps about. God just shows himself faithful in all that. You know, when we're when we're at our weakest, God's at his strongest, um, and he just shows himself faithful through people giving us supplies, through, you know, new partnerships that have been formed. It is amazing to see how many people worldwide have been touched because somebody answered the call to go to all nations yeah. and, you know, love and care on them physically and spiritually. Well, you mentioned, of course, COVID, which I know is changed the way we do a lot of things you know around the world 
how has Crosslink Memphis had to modify its operation to meet medical mission needs with challenges related to travel? Even now, when we're kind of post-COVID, we still see some challenges in the world of travel. You know, even before I was there, um, this, it all started where the staff at that time, they did a reorganization of all of our supplies and, and kind of the process of how that all works. For us, COVID was a time in that beginning stages of 2020 that God gave us an opportunity to look at the the system, the way we did things, and then improve on that. Yep. You know, He was leading, and then our focus became local. We wanted to do local missions. We didn't want to just do international, and um, we could do local. Were you doing local prior to COVID? Yes, uh, we have you know partnerships around the city where we were doing it, but it just increased during COVID where, you know, more people heard about us because this clinic or this person got supplies. And so how how can we get that? How can we do that? Yeah. Kathy, we know that during Jesus' earthly ministry, he healed the sick as well as addressed spiritual needs of people. Is the gospel message and health always intrinsically related, do you think? Yes. I think that when you go and do medical missions, even if it's here, even if it's in your house, much less across the world, then you can show the love of Christ. You can give the gospel message in, you know, the sacrifice. Yes. It's that compassion that we're called to do, whether we're medical missions or taking a meal to somebody who's just lost a loved one, you know, putting the arm around them, showing the compassion of Christ. Do you see new trends emerging or being redefined for, say, missionary nursing that your organization has witnessed? We've seen a change where before the missionary or the mission team, you know, went to a a country or went to a place. We've seen during COVID that did not happen. That could not happen. Travel restrictions. Yet with the relationships that those mission leaders, mission teams have with pastors on the ground in those countries or all around, they were able to figure out a way to ship the supplies or get the supplies to them and um, allow them to minister to their people. So there were workarounds in that. And then as travel restrictions lifted, Fewer members of a team are going, but teams are still going. And just this year in 2022, we've had 49 missions that we've equipped, and those have gone to over 23 countries. Wow, that is beautiful, Kathy. Well, historically, early medical missionaries were sent to care for their fellow missionaries who were maybe dying of a tropical disease. Uh, Healthcare personnel have set up hospitals and clinics to meet overwhelming needs, especially among nationals. But increasingly, hospitals and clinics are so expensive to try to keep those hospitals running. Does that concern you? Are are you seeing around the world that there's a decrease in a closure of these institutions? Where are we? I'm not sure about that answer in the specifics of the numbers and, and how that. I just know that for most of the teams, they're going to remote places. They're going to the villages in the edges of the jungle. They're going to places that don't have clinics or hospitals set up. They would have to travel a great distance to get to one of those. They're actually being a a mobile medical clinic where there is none. Right. And you don't know in those in those places, you know, you look up a lot of the statistics there. Do they have health care um, as far as, um, you know, an insurance or are they having to pay when they walk those dif- distances um, for those clinics and hospitals that might be established? Are they having to pay and what are they having to pay and how does that affect their family? Wow. Um, when a mission team goes out a medic- and they set up a medical clinic, it's a free clinic. 
they're not paying. So people will walk miles to come to that or like AJ shared earlier this year about his trip, his boat trip. And to the Amazon. Right. And so that was a mobile mission clinic on <laughs> you know, on water and they would go to these villages right. and you know, they were flooded. Um, the river was high and so they would have to wade through water yeah, and, yeah, and go yeah, through yeah. but they do it because of their love for Jesus and their belief in his command to go to all nations, go to the edges of the jungle, you know, and wow. do what they do. How does Crosslink Memphis typically network with organizations outside the U.S. needing your services? Typically, I know you help supply teams that are going places, mm-hmm. but are you able to network with other organizations outside the U.S. that you help maybe provide supplies? Usually those are done through our ministry partners that may be in the States, and they have a connection, a link right. to those countries. Okay. Now, international medical mission teams make up most of the teams that you serve with mm-hmm. your specialty in the essential medical supplies, like I said, reading glasses, low-cost pharmaceuticals. How do you acquire All of these supplies, how do these medical teams that you serve transport them? I know probably in their suitcases mostly, Yes. but getting the supplies themselves, like eyeglasses and pharmaceuticals that you have to supply. So the eyeglasses or um, the typical medical supply um, we get from local partners. They can be from hospitals, from clinics from, you know, dentist's office, doctor's office, whatever. And then... um, you know, if they're getting rid of it, you know, they know to call us or I hope they know to call us. We try to find a home for everything. And then just the average person that we've been in this situation um, twice now with our family where, you know, we've had people on hospice and you get a lot of supplies. And then, you know, afterwards, what do you do with all the supplies that you have? So people call and Sure, bring it on. So somebody listening right now has had that situation and maybe they have those supplies or maybe has a a wheelchair or a walker or crutches. Are these things you can use? Yes, yes. You know, those are not easily shipped in a suitcase. No. And that's what most mission teams do is they pack everything in suitcases. So those things we do, you know, if local churches or, you know, any local partners need any of that, then we have it. But also we get so much of that in. We have a partner in Georgia that has a ministry that their heart, you know, we are like-minded, the same mission. They restore the wheelchairs, and they have a prison ministry and a um, nursing home ministry right? and do so many other things as well. But they, you know, they use that in those ministries, and they are thrilled to get it because they need them in abundance. I know Johnny and Friends, which is one of our ministry partners, and for years they provide those uh, resources, those wheelchairs, and, and recondition them so people have mm-hmm. used ones. But it's a great work, then, and I know sometimes people have maybe in their attic or their garage a wheelchair that's still in really good condition. They don't need anymore, and that would be a great way that they could help uh, along these other supplies that you mentioned. How, Kathy, does your leadership team determine which request for services get aided when somebody comes and say, hey, we're going to take this trip here? Is there criteria that people have to meet as they get ready to travel? The only criteria really is that – on their trip, they are sharing the gospel. That is our one requirement. Um, yeah. We want all to know about Jesus. And so 
in his saving grace because we're all in need of it. Yes. You know, we're all sinners. We're yes. all broken. Yes. But he restores. He does. And he's the only yeah. one that does. <laughs> so we want that message in whatever form they can do it, you know, whether it's sitting in counseling like as with the reading glasses. Like individuals usually send us the reading glasses. Um so if someone out in a country who has never you know, their eyes are weak, and as we've talked about, you know, the age thing uh, yeah, yeah. gets all of us. <laughs> and so, you know, the eyes don't work quite like they used to. So um, sitting at a table with people trying on glasses and then sharing with them the love of Jesus wow. and um, how he can impact your life and change you forever. Yes. So that that's exciting you can do that that you can have them read scripture you can have them read a track you can have them read you know any inter- information that you've printed right. that points them to jesus i know you're fairly new to the organization right. you said 2020 but have you had the opportunity to go on one of these trips yet not yet that is one of my um, goals one of my to do on my to-do list um so i'm <laughs> almost at times embarrassed to say this because all my kids have <laughs> you know their passports i still don't have a passport yeah. so that's in process right because i will want to go it's something i've always wanted to do um at, i grew up at bellevue and uh, so you know they would take a mission trip the youth would take a mission trip but i was always involved in choir right but i think that desire the lord has grown it in my heart over the years to be yes you need to go is there a particular place you would like to travel you know my husband asked me this just the other day (laughs) and um i think peru would be somewhere i would love to go and kenya i thought about peru myself and of course we go to the same church i just discovered that before we got on the microphones here and uh, our church does take trips to peru Well, you know, we have diseases like HIV, AIDS that have emerged and as a pandemic in Africa and efforts in controlling malaria and diarrheal diseases. Mm-hmm. Uh, these type of medical concerns, do the teams or the supplies, are you all able to, to help efforts like this? We are in the sense of if, if a team is going to an area and um, they are dealing with that, then we are a, we're like a wholesale distributor. Okay. And um, but we, you know, it's not for me and you to call in and go, hey, I need, no. you know, such and such. Right. It's for these teams that are going, they have to have a doctor, obviously, and um, they can order some of those supplies through us. Yeah. And if they know they're going to an area and they need certain things, then we can provide that right. if they are treating that in right. that area. You mentioned doctors. Are there doctors that advise Crosslink Memphis or on your board or part of your organization? We ha- we do have um, a doctor on our board and you know a pharmacist on our board, and so we you know do lean into them heavily when we have questions or you know anything like that. Mid South Viewpoint will be right back. And when the nutrients that God makes are depleted from your body, you will die. And I have no idea how long that's going to be. I have a tendency to overwork myself because I want to prove I'm worthy of people's love and attention. That's definitely a trap that I'm struggling with. Mid-South Viewpoint is people telling God-sized stories from all walks of life. Listen Wednesday and Thursday at 3 p.m. on AM640 or anytime with the Bot Radio Network mobile app or on Spotify and iTunes podcast. 
At Bot Radio Network, the voices of our listeners mean the world to us. We love getting your calls on our listener comment line so we can know how to serve you better. Your family to us. And we broadcast God's Word to help you grow in your faith. So please call our listener comment line today and let us know the broadcast ministries that strengthen your walk with the Lord and encourage you and your family. Our number is 1-800-345-2621. That's 1-800-345-2621. When we talk about Crosslink Memphis serving the local community, which we kind of alluded to a moment mm-hmm, ago, mm-hmm. through churches, I mean, how do you, I know there's clinics in town. We've got the Church Health and mm-hmm. Christ Community, and I, I know about these clinics. I'm sure there's others, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, there's churches. Right. Um, you know, we love to help churches um, in in ways that they would need. So if they would need any first aid if that that's not in their budget for whatever reason, you know, we can provide some things for their first aid thing, uh, you know, room or team or however they are structured. And then um, we've had uh, one of our partners had said, hey, we need some wheelchairs. We've got some, you know, we want to have them on hand. And then we've got some that need them and said, sure, come on. Yeah. And I guess that could also provide opportunities for you to network with local churches who might want to include you in their mission budgets. You know what I'm saying? Yes, we, it, we love that and we need that. We are, you know, we exist because um, the Lord allows us to exist, but we exist um, because of the donations from our donors. Kathy, there's one story I read about of a team that was traveling to Tanzania. The missionary had been praying for several years and attempting to contact the leaders of this Muslim village nearby. And when the community learned of the medical missions team, they invited them to spend a day offering a clinic. The Christian missionary has since had regular meetings with the village leaders. Do you hear stories like this repeated very often? Yes, yes. Um, through these missionaries or through the local pastors, the only reason from the states are allowed in to do work is because of the medical mission teams. Um, those clinics... If you were doing anything else, people wouldn't come, and they would be leery of it. But one thing we all need is medical care, and some more than others. And they won't go to it. They don't know to go to it a lot of time. But you can go, and you can share the gospel. You can do it in so many ways. Even if you, if it's a place where you can't speak necessarily the name of Jesus, you, know, you have to be careful about it. You can still show love and compassion. You can still quietly get that right. message across. I think it's so – I use the word beautiful a lot on the show, but it really is when you think about taking the the message of the gospel on the platform of compassion, how Christ came to this earth, looking especially at these places who aren't open to the gospel message, but as a platform to share and let people see the love of Christ and then as God leads, you know, to provide uh, right. witnessing opportunities to challenge those people to uh, trust Christ. Some of the uh, many places where Crosslink Memphis has ministry partnerships in places like Pakistan, China, Cambodia, Philippines, Indonesia, Argentina, El Salvador, Costa Rica, Ecuador, Republic of Congo, Liberia, South Sudan, Kenya, Zambia, and of course here in the United States. And I've only mentioned a few of the countries. Right. These are only a few. And in some of these countries, like in Africa, there are multitude of uh, organizations and missionaries and places where you serve. How does that make you feel about impacting so many nations? <laughs> it blows me away. There are so many moments that I just sit at work and think, I'm so fortunate to get to do what I do. 
you know, I'm not the one out there on the mission field, but, you know, the Lord working in Crosslink and through partnerships and through all of that, he works all things together so that his name is proclaimed. And if I'm not the necessarily the one out in other countries proclaiming it, at least we are providing things necessary for their mission trip so that they can proclaim it. And it just gives me the chills to see how he has worked. And, you know, I get excited about it, you know, and I'm like, can you believe this? And, you know, we sometimes forget how awesome it is when God just drops something, you know, in in your lap and and you're even just a small part of the cog of the the big machine. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But the privilege of being able to be part of that. Right. What a blessing. And I also noticed, too, the partnership with Seeds Ministries, a medical clinic in India. That's been an ongoing relationship. Right. And some pretty neat things have been happening through that relationship. Right, right. Um, you know, we're able, together with Seeds, and, and, and <laughs> that's a great organization. You know, they give that seed money, and they help support that mission, that school in India. You know, wow. <laughs> what a blessing and what a place to have that. And how many people, how many kids and and families have been affected through that? Yes. Well, so how can our listeners, Kathy, get involved with Crosslink Memphis? What are some current volunteer needs or ways that people can can serve this ministry here? I mean, you can call and and or you know we have a website, CrosslinkMemphis.org, and say I want to volunteer. And there are volunteer opportunities, you know pretty much Monday through Thursday. And you never know. You may be sorting, you know, supplies that come in. You may be counting if you need 50 tongue depressors in this, because we do things by pack. So this pack may need 50 tongue depressors. So it may be something like that. Or it could be once you kind of understand the process, it could be helping pick an order that's going out and praying over it. This is kind of neat. So those listening may be in that retirement stage of life. And have some extra time, volunteer a few hours a week or a month. Right. So they could come and basically help organize some of these uh, supplies to go in packages and take inventory and, you know, receive whatever might be in that kind of work there. Right, right. Um, We also, our golf tournament is coming up. I think you mentioned that at the beginning. And it's coming up October 3rd at Colonial Country Club. And um, this is our 14th annual golf tournament. We've been doing it long before I came on board and um, since. And so we enjoy it. We have volunteers. If you like golf or just being outside, you can either, you know, have a team or sponsor a hole or even more than that. We have a lot of sponsorship opportunities there. And then we always need volunteers to help the day run smoothly. Yeah. Again, those dates, friend, are Monday, October 3rd. There's 11 a.m. lunch, 12.30 p.m. shotgun start. Kathy will shoot the gun at 12.30. (laughs) (laughs) But you also have a rain date Tuesday, October 4th. We're praying that it won't rain on October 3rd. Right. Uh, But the registration deadline is coming up on Wednesday, September 28th. There's time, but please make plans to help support the great organization of Crosslink Memphis through this golf link tournament. It's called the Memphis Invitational. Right, right. So so They've been very good to us there. Yeah. Yeah. we mentioned about people having things like wheelchairs and crutches, but if you've got old eyeglasses in your drawers, too, can they donate those? Yes, yes. Even if prescriptive eyeglasses, yes. We have a, you know, a partner that we can send those to, and then they send us a check for those. So they repurpose them. And that's part of our ministry is we like to find homes for everything. Yeah. 
people call us and can we bring this sure the only thing we don't take are hospital beds we don't have the space in the storage for those yeah that makes sense yeah but um or prescriptive medicine we can't take prescriptive medicine now when you talk about these teams that travel say like a church is going somewhere organizing a a mission team and they're going to do a medical mission taking a group of doctors or dentists and they need supplies they they contact you and see how they can partner does crosslink memphis itself organize its own mission teams to go like some of these places no we don't organize our own teams but um you know aj goes on mission trips and the goal is for chris welker is our other staff member we only have three staff members the rest are all volunteers we have a wonderful group of volunteers now repeat that again only three staff members only three staff and members. you're one of them mm-hmm and the rest are volunteers. Right. I mean, that's running an efficient ministry. <laughs> <laughs> well, we do try, and the volunteers make that happen. You know, we each have our jobs. You know, And, you know, I've counted supplies. I've picked orders. That's not generally what I have done it so that I understand the process. Yeah. You know, we all do. We work together. And while the volunteers are there, we have lunch, and it's like a family. Oh, I bet it is. So we all take a break and have lunch together. And Also, if somebody wanted to partner with you to help maybe have another type of fundraiser, since you do plan events, they could contact you directly? Yes, yes, they can contact me directly. In April, we did our first, but we did a, um, a walk through the month of April. It's kind of like a walk-a-thon-ish where we weren't meeting at one place and going out and walking. We were doing it through the month of April, and we had um, highlighted a country a day, basically, um, right in there. And so we would pray for that country, pray for the needs of the missionaries there. Mm-hmm. It was a time that we wanted people to set aside and walk. Right. You know, we'd love for that to be even better next year. And, you know, we did uh, the personal pages where people could, you know, right. get donations in and that sort of thing. So, um Crowdfunding, I guess that's yeah. what it's called. Yeah. So there's creative ways to help make this organization keep the oil in the engine. <laughs> right. And, you know, we've, we've done some luncheons and um, some dinners, different kind of things. And then and at Christmas time, we do Christmas cards. So we order the Christmas cards. And if you are a business person, you know, your business sends out Christmas cards or just individuals. You just send us your list and we will make sure that they know it's from you obviously and what the purpose is and then um, we address them stamp them send them out and do everything last year it was a nice it was just nice because you can pray over these people that you don't even know that you're sending a christmas card to (laughs) so it's just a a little nice thing that we've started doing so that's another way you could help if you have christmas cards you want to send out we'll do all the hard work you can't go wrong with that kathy you're gonna be making a lot of people happy i know (laughs) (laughs) that's why some people avoid christmas cards that very reason Kathy Bird, God bless you. Thank you so much for what you're allowing Christ to do through your life with uh, Crosslink Memphis and the team that you have working, the volunteers, and everybody's doing such a wonderful job in the name of Jesus. Thanks for telling the story and reminding us of what you're up to. You're welcome. Thank hey, you for having us. By the way, give us the website and the phone number for people to want to volunteer and also to learn more about the golf tournament. The website is crosslinkmemphis.org and the phone number is 323-8477. Thank you so much. Thank you. Friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.